Welcome to Nate Takes On Real Estate. I'm Nate Cody, a realtor with Modern Realty in Midland, Michigan, and I've noticed people love to talk about real estate. The good, the bad, and especially the ugly. So, eh, why not podcast about it? Between bouts negotiating for clients like you, I interview noteworthy, knowledgeable, or failing all else, entertaining guests about all kinds of topics in the world of real estate. From the practical, what do you do when a house fails an inspection, to the weird, you bought the house because it has a ghost? So please, join me in today's episode of Nate Takes on Real Estate. My guest today is Emily Murphy, who wears two hats at Modern Realty, my brokerage right here in Midland, Michigan. She is both a professional stager and a realtor in her own right. Today, in the first of our two-part discussion, we chat about her staging work, in which she uses her skills to best prepare Modern's listings for the market. So, in fact, our clients realize the greatest benefit of Emily's efforts. A well-staged home tends to sell more quickly and for a greater amount than unstaged listings. So, please... Join Emily Murphy and me on today's episode of Nate Takes on Real Estate. Well, hello, Emily. Hi, Nate. It's great to be here. Yeah. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Just getting the week rolling and having some appointments and yeah, just mm-hmm. living the life, living living the dream. Yeah. We're uh, talking at Modern Realty and I wanted to talk to you today about your staging mm-hmm. skills and what it takes to stage a house and some tips and tricks and even some uh, mistakes that people have made. Yes. And anything you want to talk about, let's talk about it. Tell me a little bit about how you started with staging. So it's actually kind of a funny story. I get asked a lot by people, um, how do I become a stager? What, you know, what did you go to school for? Like, how did you, you know, was this your dream job? And um, it's just really funny how life just happens and you kind of just your path changes and you just kind of end up where you are and it ends up being where you're supposed to be. And that's kind of how staging and real estate worked out for myself. Sure. I was currently working in a job that I thought was my dream job. Right. I quickly learned it was not. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I was still in college actually at the time. So I'm like, I I have time, but I'm trying to figure it out. And um, a really good friend of mine, uh, Haley, who's an agent here at the office, kind of knew my situation. And she's like, hey, our office is looking for a home stager. You know, this is a free service we offer to all of our listings and our stager is moving. So I really think you should interview like, you are crazy. I'm like, (laughs) what? I'm like, I mean, that's fun. I mean, I've always loved decorating and kind of had an eye for it. And that's what she says. She's like, you have an eye for it. You're good at it. You know, you have a great personality and I'm not bragging. It's she said it, not me. She said it. (laughs) She said it. And you know, you should do it. So I met with Logan and Meredith and cause at this point I'm like, Hey, worth a shot. Now, your previous job, were you in real estate at the time? I was not. I was actually in corporate event planning. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah. So that's what I was actually going to school for. It was for event planning and decorating. So kind of, you know. So now you're a very fashionable person. I can tell that sitting right here. People don't come to me for fashion advice. (laughs) Maybe they do you once in a while. I'm always impressed by people who are able to put things together and and not just colors, but colors and patterns and thoughts Mm -hmm. and memes and blah, blah, blah. So were you always kind of a fashion conscious 
I've always been more on the creative side. There, that's what I'm I've been. A, for. I've always been a little bit more right-brained sure. than left-brained. Sure. Um, math and science were not always my strong suit, but creative yeah. writing, I was always very involved with theater. Yes. Um, and art, things like that, and. I mean, I went through the sports tomboy phase, but that didn't last very long. But yes, I enjoy putting colors together and, and like you said, patterns and uh, really being able to express my creative side. And I found that with staging. The job that I was currently in wasn't fulfilling that creative yeah. side enough for me. And that's what I that's what I was lacking. So I'm like, this yeah. this is good. You know, I could be creative and sure. uh, be meeting with people and, and being able to express that on a daily basis. So I actually interviewed and it was really cool because Logan and Meredith were like, hey, this is what we're looking for, but you can build it how you want. You can set this up how you want. What are your ideas? And I'm like, oh, this is so exciting because I get to make it my own. And from there on, uh, I started being the homestager. It was a great job while I was finishing up school. And I had to do a lot of more formal learning on my own, a lot of reading, sure. a lot of research just to sharpen my skills more than just like, hey, trust me, this looks good. You know, I had to be able to give a, a really logical reason behind it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so over the last three years, I've really gotten more professionally trained <laughs> oh, that's than wonderful. when I first started. But it's hard when people ask, like, how do I do it? I'm like, I don't have any I idea. I don't know. I, I mean, I know. could tell you now. <laughs> but I couldn't tell you three years ago. Yeah, yeah. So you kind of came into it when you were first asked, did you know what staging was? I, I did. You did. Yes. I always kind of joked around that my um, most formal training at that point was watching an obsessive amount of HGTV. There you go. So, and you know, watching that, they always stage and things like that. So I'd known what staging was. I knew the basics. Right. I had a good foundation to work off of, right. but then I had to kind of sharpen the, the more finer points. So now I'm going to ask you to give us a quick definition of what staging is and why you do it. Absolutely. So staging is the portion of the listing process that is preparing your home for the market. So I actually break it down into two parts. It's preparing your home for our professional photographer because we want to make sure that the house is being represented in the best light possible when the pictures are taken, because that's what's going out into the interwebs for everybody to see. Correct. Yeah. And then also preparing your home for potential buyers to be going through. Now, those two types of staging look a little bit different, but overall pretty similar. You know, we're looking at decluttering, neutralizing, things like that. Those are the very basics. I go in a little bit deeper with those, especially depending on the house. Staging and staging tips are not always cookie cutter. Uh, right. But that's the overall definition of staging. That is the big, broad view of what it is. They're both intent to guide or change the view of a buyer, either looking at the pictures or coming into right. the house. Okay, for all their listings, Modern does professional staging, and that is you, mm -hmm. correct? And you're a realtor as well. I am. Yep. Yeah, so you get the one-two punch right there. <laughs> but so if I get a listing and I want to get it ready, I come to you and have you go through, is that correct, with, with the family or with yes, the seller? Correct. So what you would do is that you would contact me, say I have this great listing that's going to be coming out. Usually the time frame is about a, a you know, couple weeks or a month, a month right. or two. And um, I contact your client and say, hey, what time works for you? What day of the week? We get a time together. The appointment is usually only about 30, 45 minutes. Yep. It's pretty easy peasy, the first consultation. And I go in, I have the client give me, I call it the grand tour of the home. Mm -hmm. uh, any questions that they have for me while I'm there, this is a really good time for 
them to ask me like, hey, we were thinking about doing this. What do you think? Uh, Sometimes I'm like, yes, absolutely. That's what I was going to recommend. Sometimes um, because I'm looking at it with fresh eyes and I'm looking at it as a prospective buyer. Right. It's not always priority, the projects that they're thinking that they need to do. Right. So that's also a part of it is that I help them prioritize what needs to be done in the house. Otherwise, it can become really overwhelming. Absolutely. Um, So we go through, I give recommendations while I'm there, but then what I do is that I go back, I take pictures just on my phone. It's my version of note taking. That way I can sit down in my office and come up with the best recommendations for somebody. You know, I'm not having them move couches and then say, oh, wait, never mind, move them all back. (laughs) By the time I send the report, it's my final recommendation. So that makes it really pretty easy for the client as well. Now, do you talk about renovations? It really depends on the client. It yeah. depends on their budget restrictions. It depends on their time restrictions. Yeah, And I always kind of work that into the conversation when I'm initially meeting with people, because if I'm looking at a house that needs to be completely repainted, but for whatever reason, you know, maybe it's a job that's taking them out of state and they need to be gone yeah. in two weeks it just might not happen. I have to tailor my recommendations to their time restraints and their budget restraints. So you have to listen. (laughs) I do. Yes. That's a lot of the first consultation is just me listening, listening to questions, concerns, things like that. Um, I have recommended renovations before, especially clients that are being extremely proactive, you you know, saying we want to list our house, but we're not going to list until, you know, three or four months from now. What can we do right now? Right. That's always the best idea. Life does not always work out that way where people have that much um, time to plan ahead. But if you do, it's a good idea because then that way we can really dig in deep to the staging. You have a little bit more time to work on those things. It alleviates the stress. But I will say the majority of the time, it does not always work out that way. Right. Uh, So we're looking more at cosmetic, kind of like paint, decorating, things like that. I would say probably the most common is replacing flooring. That's probably the biggest, most common improvement that we need to take time to do. And that's one where you're likely to get your investment back. Yes. So bathrooms and kitchens are huge. Uh, statistically that is, those are the places that you'll see the biggest return on your investment for updating repairs, demos, things like that, because they're expensive uh, updates to do. And so when a buyer's going through and they see that both bathrooms and the kitchen are straight out of the sixties and they're going to want to redo it, they're like, well, you know, that's going to be a chunk of change after buying a house that we're going to have to do. So if it works within the time and budget, restraints for the seller to do those updates, it's well worth it. I'd say those are probably the biggest demos that I've helped people with, especially bathroom redos. And there's tips and tricks that I know on how to kind of do them budget friendly. So I discuss that with them as well. You know, I'm not telling people that are selling an $80,000 house, you know, don't put in marble countertops. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, those two just don't match. So we definitely talk about what materials to use uh, for the house that you're selling. You know, it's just well. It it's like if you're building a house on a block, you don't want to build something that is out of character for the entire block. Exactly. If you're putting a new bathroom in, you don't want to put something in that's out of character with the whole house. Right. And even updating a bathroom when the rest of the house hasn't been updated. Right. You know, say it's uh, your grandmother's house and she's lived in the house for the last fifty years. If the rest of the house looks a certain way, and then we go in and rip out the bathroom and put in a totally modern bathroom, there's still a disconnect there. Um, So that's where I kind of help people of how can we update it without making it look awkward? (laughs) You know, what kind of materials just to make it look cleaner, brighter, uh, more attractive to the eye without it having totally mismatched the rest of the home. Do you do any designing 
like if someone wants to do their bathroom, do you do designing with them or, or uh, do you let someone else do that? Nope. So what I'll do in the report, I will give my list of recommendations like replace sink vanity, replace the shower curtain, paint, replace flooring. And then at the bottom, I will actually go on to like Home Depot, Lowe's, any place like that. And I will include pictures of what my recommendation would be or something similar. So this is, you know, this is the style of a sink vanity. This is the size that you would want. This is the flooring that would match well. This is the paint color that would match well. Um, I know people, sometimes they can't find the exact same sink vanity, but they know that it needs to be white with this kind of handles and they can go in and say, this is what we're looking for to Lowe's. As far as flooring goes I always recommend that people go into home improvement stores and talk to one of their flooring people about yeah. what's going to be the best thing for their price point but at least they have like a look right. to go off of having done a few floors myself lately it's amazing the uh, variety of styles textures what they're made of that wood products are or, or floor products new floor products yes, are now. It is it can be overwhelming. It and can be. and I don't even know all of the options yeah. either. And so that's why I say, hey, you need to go talk to somebody at Home Depot, Lowe's Menards. Yeah. Because they're going to help guide you on that second step of updating the bathroom because I could say, hey yeah, like this looks really good. Uh, but they're going to know what's going to be the best material for your bathroom, the best product to work within yeah. your budget, things like that. Thanks so much for joining us today. When you need a realtor, give me a call at 989-600-4214. Together, we'll get it done with both professionalism and a little bit of humor. Let me know if you have a topic you'd like me to cover on this podcast by dropping me a line or even better, stop by and see me at Modern Realty at 6024 Eastman Avenue, right here in Midland, Michigan. For all you Facebookers, you can find me by searching for Nate Cody of Modern Realty. And don't forget the A in Cody. It stands for a good time to call your realtor. Keep your eye on the market and I'll see you out there. take that out.